Good evening, mortals, and welcome to this week's episode of the Anti-Art Podcast. This is not your typical episode, though. That's why my voice is so deep. I had the pleasure of making contact with a specimen outside of our worldly understanding, and through the DMs of all places. You may know her from her toilings and bubblings underground with her projects Irasiri and Trinity. She was grinding bones to make her bread in an undisclosed location, in a realm that no earthly being shall ever pass through. She made her earthly debut as a 300-foot-tall creature with flames and sparks shooting out, breaking out from under the Earth's crust to spin tales of self-discovery and reflection over acoustic guitars and lovely harps. Her goal is not to entertain or serve Earth, but instead to consume it. But even 300-foot-tall flame monsters need to get their mani-pedi sometimes. And I interviewed her as she had a brief moment of reprieve between wreaking havoc on New York City and Los Angeles. Please welcome to the Anti-Art Podcast, legendary experimental artist, Earth Eater. How's it going? Hi. <laughs> uh, it's good to finally be talking to you. What, what's yeah. going on? Um, I'm at the nail salon. Oh, okay. I have a mask on, so that might be, might like impair. Oh, no, I can hear you just fine. Hear me. Okay, cool. Yeah, I can hear you pretty good. Um, Where are you? Yeah, gotta, Where are you based? I'm in, um, I'm in Philly right now. Oh, you're silly. Okay, word. Yeah, I'm going to see um Japanese breakfast and uh, Spirit of the Beehive in a little bit. Oh, uh, eight nice. o'clock. Cute. Yeah, I'm. I'm excited. And you're going to Cali tomorrow? I am. I'm not prepared at all. Oh no. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say, uh, what are you what are you going there for? Because I'm I'm actually going to Cali too on the nineteenth. Oh, nice. Um, I am going for a combination first friends of mine are getting married the people that directed and produced the volcano video actual objects are getting married so i'm gonna go to the oh. wedding wow. and then um i have i'm working with a, a couple producers out there so i want a link and also my new sort of like i got some business shit out there like i just find a distro deal so I'm gonna be like linking with those people and my managers are out there. It's just time to like check in. Yep. And I'm also location scouting for a new video. Um, uh, it's probably, like, a lot of stuff. Exciting. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. So I usually like to start all these interviews, uh no matter, you know, how how many followers you got or no matter how many streams you got or whatever, whether big, small, I like to start off the same way. Um, so I just wanted to start uh-huh. off like kind of how I how I linked with you just to kind of tell my uh, my followers like I was actually okay. in Atlanta. Yeah, I, I was actually in Atlanta. Uh, I was on the way back from a club with my friend who wasn't like in good shape, uh, like he was throwing up, and uh, he had to sit down on a bench for a second. While he was doing that, I went on my phone on Instagram and I saw that you were in the studio, and mm-hmm. um, just decided to hit you up for an interview. And and just to my complete surprise, you were like, okay. Yeah, I'm down. What were yeah, you doing yeah, yeah. in Atlanta? Uh, very spontaneous. I was there for the Kanye uh, event. Oh wow, how was it? It was um really insane. I feel like you would have appreciated it. There was a lot of like really cool lighting stuff. There was like a yeah. I think you would have really really appreciated yeah. it. My friend Nicholas, who did the was like responsible for the rig. Uh huh. Oh, the lifting. Yeah. 
Oh wow. He did that's, that shit. That's in- he does like oh, go ahead. he does like all the show set design for Balenciaga and uh, I thought that he had also done that. Oh shit! Yeah, I know. I know Kanye. Uh, there was a lot of Balenciaga stuff. I know the jacket. I think was might, might have been Balenciaga too. Oh really? That um, makes sense. Yeah, I believe so. But that's insane. Um, do, do you get approached for interviews like a lot? Um yes, I like working with smaller, like more intimate. Um, these kind of opportunities are more special to me than like big blogs and big publications because their agenda is always very weird to me. I like connecting mm. to like smaller, more independent situations. I like the underground, you know. I appreciate that very much. And, um, you know, a, a lot of my followers definitely appreciate you and they're going to be really excited to see this pop up. So I'm, again, I'm really, really happy and excited for this opportunity. Thank you again. Yeah, no, I'm glad you hit me up. Yeah. Um, all right. So I just wanted to go into more of like your music and the actual, you know, part of the interview. Um, I wanted uh-huh. to ask you, you're, you have a very particular uh, blend of like stark and kind of shocking music, but also very pretty and, and uh, you know, music that kind of, kind of reminds me of like Cocktoo Twins. Uh, I just uh-huh. want to know, like, especially on your, your latest album, Phoenix, like where did you get that influence uh-huh. and like, like how did you decide to take that risk to, to make so many different sounds and, 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 you know what I mean? Genres and all that stuff work on one album. Like, where, where did you get that inspiration? Well, I feel like I'm just trying to make music that represents honestly the complexity of the cacophony of feelings and emotions that I have going on, you know? Mm-hmm. It's not just about a genre or making something that, like, fits in some kind of slot somewhere. It's, like, really trying to, like, replicate my my feelings about like how like what's going on and um yeah there's a lot of like abstract nuance and um sort of undefined shit that happens <laughs> with all of us I'm sure and you know I don't know I just want to make music that represents that represents all that complexity and all that like unrepresented goo if you will I, I think I know what you're saying like you're not trying to make music that um fits in one particular genre because that would be way too limiting to one feeling right because human emotion and like the human experience is so expansive and and we go through so much shit to just it just happens you know like I, I it starts with a feeling it always starts with a feeling and I just follow that feeling and it turns into it's like forging the feeling into music and and it yeah, there, there's no preconceived notion. Yeah, that's 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 definitely what I get from your music. Like, no no preconceived notion. Like, I just really feel like everything is very uncharted. Even like with your album, I was listening to Trinity and I was listening to uh, make sure I'm pronouncing this right. It's Ear Ear Siri, is that correct? Iris Siri, yeah. Iris Siri, thank you. Um, I was listening uh-huh. to those earlier, and over the past couple of days to kind of prepare for this, and and the sound is so dynamic and different. And like like you were saying, it's like it represents a lot of different things, and it's very like uncharted almost. Uh, yeah, that was a weird time, but I'm 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 happy the way it came out. So my next my next kind of question, I was gonna say, um, uh, I really love your artistry and how you use your social media, um, and how you kind of reveal mm. like little yeah like little ideas and little previews about you know um, what you're gonna be doing next. Uh, and I saw something uh-huh. about. Uh, I saw something on your story about how your next project is inspired by like a nun, like the image of like a nun with like her, her boobs out or something like that. Is that still like an inspiration for the next album or is that kind of like a joke? Oh, no, no, no. That was just a joke. I mean, I just like, I was um, talking about like, um, just, I ha- I keep a lot of folders, inspiration folders. Mm-hmm. And I, for over like, the last like couple of years I just have like a folder where I like collect weird like kink photos of like nuns mm. but I already made a video that referenced that that used that so that's done that's used yeah the um that's the Faith uh, Hope video Faith Hope right which mm-hmm. was recorded in um in Kiev right mm-hmm and um I'm actually like half Ukrainian so I thought that was really cool that you were there oh really um, oh nice yep um you're are you half Russian or part or like quarter Russian? I am half Russian. Mm-hmm. My father is from Moscow. And you speak? Do you speak Russian? 
I mean, it was in my household growing up. My father left when I was, I mean, I'm around Russian all the time. Um, but yeah. I don't, like, it's a muscle. I just don't speak it that much right now. But as soon as I go, it comes back. I got it. It's I got actually you. very frustrating to me. I have to like go back and start speaking more. Really? Okay. I got you. And um, like traveling to Kiev, like did that inspire your artistry or your next album in any sort of way? Like the brutalism, the brutalist architecture or like the the churches or I anything mean, of that sort? All that shit is very much like in my blood, you know, it's very much in part of me, part of my palette all the time. Um, so hmm. yeah, it's, all of that has always been very inspiring to me. It's always been a component. I was in Russia a lot growing up also. Oh, no. um, how, how long were you there? How long in Kiev for the trip? For the shooting? No, um, you said you know you said you grew up in Russia. No, no, no. I was like, well, I was I was there a lot, just traveling. You know, we would go and stay. I mean, we would we would go and stay in Moscow for like a month here, two months there. Da da da. Was like my babushka. And um, like does does travel like really inspire your craft? Because I know you went to Spain uh, for like an artist artist residency program uh-huh. uh, for with with Fugo, right? Like for ten weeks. Yeah, I was there for a while. Um, yeah, I mean. So, like, I've never, I've obviously been an underground artist with, you know, very little, almost to nothing, financial backing, et cetera. So Hmm. when I get an artist residency, I obviously jump on the opportunity. So that's the first and foremost thing. And then if it happens to be in Spain or in the Cayman Islands or whatever, then that's fantastic. But just go where the opportunity is um and in europe there's actually way more infrastructure for artists like me so yeah i mean it goes goes hand in hand yeah so that was amazing that was an amazing opportunity because they were gonna like you know help yeah there was like a lot for me to record my album where before i was Mm -hmm. recording in my bedroom Right, right, and there's a, there's a. Re- I mean, I love your. I really do love Trinity. Like, like, being like honestly and being honest and sincere with you. I love the trap sounds. I love the. I mean, mm-hmm. people call it hyper pop. I think that's like a stupid name for it. But you know, the sounds of your mm-hmm. album uh, on Trinity was really incredible. But going to uh-huh. Phoenix, it was just so much. Yeah, it was just so much more like. Um, it, the album cover represented it real well. Like it really uh-huh. felt like a, a like a three hundred foot tall like monster like, uh-huh. shooting fire and music at you. You know what I mean? Yes, amazing. I'm so glad you so, feel that way. No, it, no. Honestly, it's it's incredible. Um, really, really fucking incredible album. Um, uh-huh. So, so anyway, with that with that residency in Spain, it was like helpful, like having like a lot of people like with stringed instruments and all that kind of stuff around, right? Like with harps uh-huh. and all that. Yeah. Um, and I know um, I'm getting a little bit of this from from other sites and stuff, like doing my research. And I saw that like the mountains in Spain kind of inspired the song Volcano. Right. Um. Um. No. <laughs> no, no. I mean, they were the mountains were cool, but no. Um, volcano is inspired by a a bubbling, gurgling frustration and heat and opportunity. Yeah. So I go over there. Okay. Hold on a second. She's telling me this is done. Okay. Thank you very much. Um, you know, just like waiting, working, 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 waiting underground, like lava, hmm. ready to bust. Wow. You know. I, wow. I really, I, I really identify with that a lot because honestly, with with my page, like to talk about me for just one second, like my page, like I'm very underground and I work really fucking hard, like every yeah. day. Like I'm sure you did with your albums. And like again, yeah. like this opportunity that we're having right now, like is 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 is, is probably you're probably the most famous person that I talk to, straight up. And you like this is a use, huge opportunity. Um, you have to do acrylic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> no. I it my my actual nail fell off. Yeah. You know how to do it, right? Yeah. Okay. Should I just do the whole, do it new? Okay, I'll just do the whole thing new. Okay, thank you. Can you go crazy? I'll tip you extra. 
Okay. <laughs> Some of my pedicure oh. on there. Oh, you're good. Okay. No, you're fine. Do your thing. Thank um, you. That was really funny. <laughs> I was going to say. Um, thank you, thank you. All right, what were you saying? So you were saying the volcano, uh, it was inspired by working underground and then kind of like bursting out of the, you know what I mean, like as your true self almost, kind of, right? Well, I'm always my true self. The journey, but the journey, it's all about the journey. It's not about, the true self is always there. Um, and it's it, that song, is, there, in my songs, there's always a lot of information. It's not just one simple idea. It's like, if you listen to it, it's like, you know, it's about romance. It's about falling in love and falling out of love and realizing you're falling in love with yourself as a, hmm. because it's a vehicle onto new things and one situation is going to hold you back and, and keep you and like locked into like a sort of like loop of complacency and then yeah it's about the journey it's about climbing maybe also climbing up a mountain and looking turning around occasionally and looking back and then you realize the farther you go the farther you the farther you work the, the more you see you know the higher you go the more yeah. perspective you have it's a very simple yeah, I, metaphor, but I think it's appropriate, you know? And, like, you, um, and, you know, Volcano on Phoenix, there are 13 songs. And mm-hmm. so that's an odd number, which means there's one in the center. It's the uh-huh. mountain to climb. And, you know, it's important to know also that the album is a mountain. It's a map up and it goes down and you can also go the other way. You can listen to the album in the opposite direction, starting at the end. And it doesn't make right. sense. Cause it's the same. Uh, it's not the same song top and front, but it's like different uh, versions. It's like a reprise a, it, on the last song, it, right? The last song and the first song are the same song, but different versions of themselves. Yeah, oh, it's like a reprise, it's like a remix, or not, or something like that, like uh-huh. a different beat, a different tone. Uh huh. Which is yeah. It's important to know you can think different ways. Yeah. Right. Exactly. No, I think that's I think that's beautiful. And honestly, like what you're saying about falling out of love and into love and, and climbing mountains, like I I really had an, I had an experience this year. Um, I was actually listening to your album, which is really funny. Uh, I I had broken up with somebody mm-hmm. that I was with. And I climbed, oh. and then afterward, a day later, yeah, a day later, like, I climbed the highest mountain in Vermont. And really? yeah, I was listening to your album. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, and I was, I, I was listening to St. Vincent, among some other things, but I was listening to your album, oh. and I never, I didn't even catch that. Really crazy. Oh. Yeah. yeah. And I thought about quitting multiple times, and I made it to the top, and it was like. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good, that's so weird. Yeah, it's it's weird how how yeah I, I I never even thought of thought of the album like that, but I'll I'll climb more mm-hmm. mountains and I'll 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 listen to it again. Beautiful. <laughs> uh, I have maybe like maybe like one or two more, but um, however, however much longer you have, it's okay. But the real okay. question I wanted to get to uh, was about your your new album or or any new uh, albums or uh, any new things that you're coming out with because I know you had that Baroque Ball and you premiered some new singles. Uh-huh. Uh, I just wanted to know uh-huh. if there's any new projects that we should be expecting on the way or any sneak previews we can get or anything like that. So Tony Seltzer, who is the producer, he produced um, Spill the Milk. Oh, he I, he produced um, an album for uh, one of the rappers, a uh, rapper that I know forgot his name, but go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, Tony Seltzer for a lot of his, he's amazing. He's a great friend. Anyway, for so key, he's yeah. released. Uh, yep. Uh-huh. Yeah, Key. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm is on the tape too so tony is making a tape and i'm on it key is on it lucky oh. is on it, on it little ugly main um many people wiki um trip jones and um uh my song is going to be the first single released so that's coming out on august 20th and we're making music for that so that's something to look forward to. And then I also will be like actually officially new singles very soon. Um and any, eventually, hopefully the Trinity Vinyl 
and La Petite Mort vinyl soon. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll, make, I'll be very excited to, to cop those. I did. I actually did buy the um, the Phoenix vinyl, so I'm excited to hear that too. Uh, uh-huh. Finally, on vinyl. Yep. Well, it was good chatting with you. Very good chatting with you. Yeah, you're you're out of time. Um, I probably should. Well, no, no, you can ask a couple more. I just got one more question. I just really, I really wanted to ask you about that uh, the Moogler shoot, that legendary. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, shoot, real quick. Um, just, that's uh-huh. probably the last question I have for you. I don't let you go because I know you're busy. Um, just wanted to ask you about your your uh, relationship with the Casey uh, uh, Cad. Sorry, Cad Walt. Thank you. Um, just wanted to ask you about your relationship with that with with them. Um, and like basically. They said that like uh, you were their muse and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I was reading, uh-huh. and I just wanted to, I just want to know how how you guys linked up and and like all that. Um, so Haley Wollens, who's the stylist for Mugler, is who linked us. Uh-huh. Um, and she's amazing, and um, yeah, she. I guess I met her through Shane Oliver. From of HBA and like yep. an, yeah uh huh an anonymous club and um, yeah so Haley was the glue or the connector and um, when I flew to Paris the first time and I met Casey it was just like you know such good chemistry off the bat. And um, so for for this new show like what kind of inspired like the whole look of everything it was very like ai very like alien like kind of very like stark again very like stark images like what kind of like from your perspective what was the inspiration behind that i think it's just about like feeling bulletproof Mm. and like super powerful and sleek and impenetrable and hyper sexy while navigating the matrix. Yeah, that sounds that sounds about right. Um, and I really like the outfit is 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 incredible. And obviously, I saw like Megan Fox wearing it and all that stuff. So like, it's probably like I, yeah. I bet like that whole that whole process must have been so exciting. Even like working with Patia Borgia, like like must have been like that whole that whole thing must have been like a whole like a legendary shoot to be at. It was. It was. Yeah. I it could, was uh, incredible. Yep. Yeah. And do you have any? Do you have any further like modeling stuff like coming up? I do, but I ha- I'm not allowed to mention it. Oh. Look. And do but you, yeah, definitely, there's going to be some really cool stuff coming. Okay. That's that's great. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, I think I, I think I should that should about do it. The last question I want to ask, very simple question: Will you be releasing the the Phoenix shower curtain? Because I I want that. Oh yeah, um, hopefully very soon. I'll, I will post about it. Okay, I need I need that energy in my room while I'm flossing my teeth. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely it's a vibe. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. That shit is fucking awesome, and the dress too. That shit is fire too. Yeah. <laughs> but um. Okay. So it's been uh, it's been great talking to you. Um, yeah, great you talking to you as well. With everything, I wish you success with everything this whole trip, and um, yeah, thank you, and and thank I'll, you I'll, so I'll much. Put... yep. Have a beautiful day. All right, you too, and have a good flight. Okay, be safe. Bye. Bye. Damn, Ryan. Nice interview with Air Theater. Hey, Fucking thank crazy. thank you so much. I appreciate it very much. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, bro. That was, ins- that was actually pretty cool, bro. Like, for being on the phone and in a nail salon, dude, that was that was sick. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I wish it, she would have asked, like, the, the salon lady if, like, she would hop on the mic, too, so we could hear her story, too. Of, like, what's it like, like, doing Air Theater's nails? She's like, who is that? <laughs> 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 she's like i just get so many people i just do so many people's nails a day uh, i don't even know 
I mean, keep track. A lot of blue checks coming in and out of that store. Yeah, that lady is clouded up. Yeah, I hope <laughs> she enjoyed that fat tip she, Earth Eater said she was going to give her. Yeah, shout out, shout out, shout out to Earth Eater again for uh, for giving us that interview, and uh, shout out to the the nail tech. Those the nails look fantastic, sparkly red, good shit. Yeah, very good shit. Like I like too. Like um, you know, I didn't That's the realize nail review. <laughs> the nail review. A good shit. Stand out nails. <laughs> Very standout, <laughs> standout nails. <laughs> no, but I really like too. Just like um, I didn't know that her album was set up like a volcano, and then how a volcano was like the tip of the volcano. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn! Like you know, it kind of reminded me of like uh, like Frank Ocean's pyramids of just like how that was made, and how that's like in the middle of the album too. For her album, especially the volcano is like a massive one, but then for pyramids, it's like. You know, like a nine, ten minute centerpiece song. Yeah, that, that, that makes a lot of sense. I, I liked her album a lot, and I like didn't think of all the things that she was saying. And um, it kind of goes to like what she was saying about like the complex emotions and like the complex like meanings of her music. And it doesn't just mean one thing to one person or even just to her. Uh, I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. Like so, Eve. Like, um, let's say Eve, you're a big Earth Eater fan, right? Yeah, actually, uh, my friend Mia got me and shot Mia. Uh, got me into Earth Theater. I think it was last summer. Um, with it was How to Fight, um, and yeah, or it was How to Fight, right? That's the name of the song. Oh yeah, How to Fight, How to Fuck. Yeah, Great How song. to Fight, How to Fuck. Yeah. So that was a cool song. Um, but yeah, I really liked her vibe, and I liked. Um, I remember like I was listening to that album at work a lot, and like it just was getting me through like this grueling ass job. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like. You know, it's one of, it's one of my favorite albums of it was last year, right? Twenty twenty, yeah, out. me too. Yeah, twenty twenty. Um, I think the point about the symmetry was kind of cool because, like, there does feel like there is like a sort of like you know, like symmetry to the whole album, and like you know, it feels like it goes up and then it kind of brings you back down, and it has like the like she said, like the or like I guess what you called it, like the reprise at the end. So it feels like very circular. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that was cool, like, because I, I literally like felt that way while I was listening to it. So it was like, oh, okay, interesting. Like, that was like intentional. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. And and I, I feel like her, this interview is like really like a, a, a culmination of a lot of things. Like you were saying, like you were like, grinding at work at a job that you yeah. didn't like. And I now, now, now presumably, like, I, we're doing really good with the podcast and everything. And, like, in your personal life, like, I assume, like, you like your new job at least more than the yeah, last one. Shout out you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, shout out Viacom. <laughs> I, I think it was interesting that she brought up, like, the, the bubbling and toiling underground. Like, she was, like, almost like an indie producer in her house or something. And then all of a sudden, it's like she's, like, on a residency and she's, like, working with all these stringed instruments and, like, these fully formed songs. And it's almost like she's out of her bedroom into, like, the world type of thing. And I feel like we, like, I, the point I was trying to make to her, but, like, the nail tech, whatever, like, had to say whatever. I thought it was a really funny, like, interruption, <laughs> honestly, because I was, like, I was, like, you know, like, this really, like, totally uh, matches with our brand and everything. I'm, like, yeah, we, like, you know, bubbled from nothing and working underground, and now we're interviewing you, right. and it's, like, so crazy. And then, and then it's just, like, she's, yeah, like, what? <laughs> she's, like, what? <laughs> she's, like, she's, like, could you fix this? And I was, like. I was like that. That is literally like I was just getting ahead of myself. I was so happy that like the nail tech said something, and and just in the audio, it was just such a funny like little thing. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> just right, listening thanks. back. Yeah, thank her, thank her, thankfully she stopped you before you got a little too hype. Like, too, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. yeah, it was funny. Like just listening to you like talk to her, it just like I could tell like you were like fangirling like a little bit oh, when you were talking to her on the phone. <laughs> oh my god, I was fangirling. So, I, bro, I woke up at like she said she was gonna get her nails done at like in the morning. So I woke mm-hmm. up so early and everything, and I was like just chilling, like waiting for her. Like, whenever, doing like, push-ups, yeah, lifting, <laughs> yeah, like, like yep. ski mask on. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> just, just waiting for the call, and yeah, when she finally said call me, it was like uh, it was amazing. Like I didn't think it would happen that day. I thought there would be like a delay. I thought you would have to do something. True, I was yeah, like, like yeah. You know what I mean? It happens all the time. Like like it's happened before where like interviews slip through our hands, type mm-hmm. of shit, and we tell people we're going to do the interview, and then it slips through our hands. So I thought I had jinxed myself by telling so many people. Shout out, Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And I, I just think it's so funny, too, just like how we were so close of uh, who we were about to interview. Um, was the director? Oh, we, we, we still might, so we should probably keep it slightly under wraps. But, yeah, Courtney Love essentially ruined uh, 
opportunity. She, really, really. She huge, ruined, dude. That shit would have been just amazing. A massive opportunity. Just a huge fucking opportunity. Like. Anyway, we're reason. about to interview uh, a director, uh, music video director of like a pretty big like artist that's really big this year. Yeah, we reviewed her music. Don't worry. We reviewed her music. Reviewed actually like multiple uh, music of this like who this director works with, and oh, yeah, true. then. Yeah, yeah. And next thing you know, um, yeah, we, we had it locked in. We were going to do it. And then next thing you know, um, like they were just like, hey, can you send us the questions? Like I got to get my lawyers like approval on them. <laughs> and we're like, oh, okay. Like, sure. What's up? And then we send them and then bam, never heard back never because again. never again. Fucking had to get the lawyers. Yeah. Like, what the yeah, fuck? You know, shit doesn't work out sometimes, but it's like, you know, it's cool that we almost got that. And it's like, the universe has a way of figuring shit out because, you know, who knows? Like, maybe that would have been a bad time to do that interview because yeah. of, like, what was happening. You know what I mean? Right. The, pa- the past couple of weeks, I really felt like that for me, honestly. Like, you really hit the nail on the head. Like, like anytime there's, a mis- like, a mistake or there's, like, a missed opportunity or something, like, I always used to be so mad, like, oh, the whole page is going to come to an end or something. But, like, truly, like, the, like, I wrote that op-ed about Courtney Love, and then we got a hell of other opportunities from that. You know what I mean? Facts, it's like facts. it's just it's just like she did something stupid to us, so we did something stupid to her, and now look, now like we got <laughs> some connects, like we got some serious connects. So it's like it really did like happen for a reason, you know? Yeah, everything works out, like, and that's yeah, you know, like this might be a good segue into like what you guys are doing next. But mm-hmm. the guys like they hit me up in the middle of the week, and we were talking about um, just like some of the new shit coming up, and it's really exciting, and it's all. Just from that, you know what I mean? Like, universe kind of just working shit out. Like, we've got some amazing shit coming up. I want to pass it through to you guys to, like, announce some of it. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, yeah, catch us on the next episode. Uh, we actually are guest spotting, Ryan and I, on um, our friend of the podcast, in front of the account, uh, Simpin After Dark. So, yeah, catch us on their episode. Um, I don't know what episode number that would be, but, yeah, catch episodes. us. Yeah, they do have a ton of it. Like, I can't believe like she records. I mean, like every week, and it just like comes out so well and like so well produced. Mm-hmm. Troy's simping a little bit, huh? I mean, I'm it's you know after dark right now. It's it's, it's after true. dark, dude. Like, what time is it? Yeah, I'm allowed to simp, dude. The sun's down. You oh, know, that's true. That's, true. that's a good demon point, time too. after night. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. It's funny like that. It's called after dark because we're gonna actually be recording at like. 11 or 12 or something like really early in the day <laughs> yeah we got a simp in the day oh my god that's we're so embarrassing pretend, yeah we're gonna pretend it's a nighttime vibe <laughs> black out the windows yeah well yeah <laughs> well i mean i'll do some you know we'll pretend it's uh nighttime i'll, I'll start drinking on the plane i was about to say again. oh yeah true <laughs> Yeah, just become like, an alcoholic. That'll make it night. <laughs> I mean, dude, when you go to the airport, it doesn't matter, like, when you drink, right? Oh, like, so Yeah. <laughs> we, we can get drunk and then, like, hop on the plane and then head over there and then just stumble on the fucking studio and just be like, <laughs> ready yeah. to talk about the topics. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, so you've been listening to the podcast a lot. I haven't really given it a listen yet. Only because you've been listening to it so much, I wanted to have no knowledge of it. So we have, like, two completely different perspectives. I wanted to hear, like, what... What have you heard, and like, what should we be prepared for? Because we're going to be talking about breakup and divorce while wearing ski masks. So, what? Do you, how do you think it's going to go? I mean, oof, I, I, see, like, her thing is like she's very specific, mm. um, not afraid to to like. Because I feel like on this podcast, we're we're kind of afraid to like like be blunt or like you know we're always like kind of dancing around the the, the subject like we were doing earlier. Just two seconds. But, like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like we we like to dance around, and we like have like oh I don't know if we could say that or blah blah blah. But I feel like like she's kind of brave enough to actually say whatever you know is on her mind, and like you know talk about like sex, talk about relationships, talk about intimacy, mm-hmm. and you know just like say the shit that like you know you wouldn't typically hear in like a typical podcast. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I've seen the clips. That, the reason why I got interested in her and, and like I booked it is because I saw the clips and I saw her her doing stuff like that. I I haven't listened to a long form uh, episode yet, but like I can I can totally see like I feel like she has her formatting and shit like down pat in a certain way. Like she really mm-hmm. she ha- she has like talking points like like we, like we have we kind of do, but not really. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she has a very interesting like um, what's the routine I guess for the these episodes? Like she'll pick a song or something, and then like kind of like dissect it and like talk about the, how the lyrics apply to to the like whatever that the category of the episode's about so she'll do that and then like um she'll also like go to twitter 
and like pick up like the best tweets. Like it kind of reminds me of Anthony Fantano when he does a let's argue, uh-huh. and she'll just like pick whatever tweets that like she feels like responding to, like either like bad tweets or good tweets or like blah 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 tweets. So like you know we'll be doing that, commenting on people's social media, and yeah, and then pretty much just get our opinions out there, dude. Yeah, I'm honestly a little afraid that I'm gonna like say something like really stupid or like say something like insensitive or just like like she's just gonna be like, oh, like um, I think all men should like act this way. I'm gonna be like, I disagree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but well, that makes for the good worst podcasts, thing though. to say. You know what I mean? You can just say, <laughs> I, yes, I agree with you. You know what? You know what'd be really funny if, if Troy does stamp the entire time and then I'm just like, all right, spring. Bring a little uh, male toxicity in that podcast. You know, that's what it's really needing, some toxicity. Yeah, definitely. Let's step into a woman's, like, beautiful, nicely curated, uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> candlelit space and just be like, whoosh, like just Listen, completely... man, make her burn some sage afterwards, bro. Oh, true. <laughs> if, we brought you in there, if we brought you in there, we'd have to burn some sage afterwards. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm, I'm chill. Don't, <laughs> don't let this fool you guys. I'm, I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm we would have to bring the crystals in there, surround you with them, and shit. <laughs> tamper, nah. yeah, tamper the energy down a little bit. But yeah, that's like, that's really exciting. I'm super excited for that podcast. 100. We're gonna be talking about divorce, dad, energy. You know what I mean? Definitely gonna be bringing that over there because we're gonna be talking about divorce and breakup. Uh, as I said um, on that episode, I gotta I gotta relook over the talking points one more time so that I'm like on my shit. And I have some good stories prepared and, and all that kind of stuff. But um, another interview that I'm really excited about possibly getting is uh, with the twins. Whoa. The twins done did it again. Yeah, Fucking right. the half twins, boy. <laughs> that's right. The same weekend that me and Troy are traveling to California, coincidentally, uh, you know, maybe future friends of the pod, uh, Channel 5, I think, are going to be there. Uh, shout at out the, Channel 5. Shout out Channel, Channel 5 at the half twins aka the baddest motherfucking white boys in all of california um they're going to be recording a music video in maroon county we're going to pull up and and hopefully be in the video uh i personally i don't care how much it costs i'm going to get a bottle of don julio and a backwoods i'm going to bring it to them (laughs) and i want to see what that gets me (laughs) bro we got to get some julio some hennessy y'all show up with the don julio and the backwood i think they'll appreciate that a lot you know, oh, yeah. you know what? I'm going to put this on the record. They're cooler than Chet Hanks. <gasps> Whoa. That's wow. Right. Wow, that's they, a bold they, statement. There's wow, two of them. Cooler than anti-vax Chet Hanks? Oh, yeah. I forgot he's anti-vax. Yeah. They, yeah. I, I don't know about their stance <laughs> on vaccines. I would say it's... I don't know. It might be... Just don't ask. It's probably similar. We should ask. Just keep the illusion. Yeah, don't meet your heroes. Wow, man! Like anti-vax, psych, bro. That shit was so funny. How like he was just like, yo, I think all my followers like should get vaccinated. Like you know, we have to do our part as a society. Uh, I'm vax. I'm trying to be responsible out here. Psych. (laughs) Like he's just like, fuck that shit. I ain't getting no needles. (laughs) Like (laughs) it's just like, damn, dude. Yeah, so like you were the chosen one, and you fucked up. I know again. I know, I know, I know. but but we're gonna leave it in the hands of uh, again the, t- the the baddest motherfucking white boys in all of California, and uh, and and hopefully they'll figure it out. Definitely not gonna ask them their stance on vaccines when I do the interview. Definitely gonna keep the interview very very light, very friendly. Um, definitely don't want to <laughs> be causing trouble. Uh, yeah, I can't wait to go on the Hoff twin slip and slide. It's gonna be so much fun. You know, <laughs> drinking Don, just drinking Don Julio and 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 being on a smoking slip and backwoods and smoking backwoods and being on a slip and slide sounds like one of the most fun things ever. Hopefully, I can meet you know Nick and Andrew from Channel Five. Uh, you know that'd be fucking sick, dude. That would be sick. Like, dude, honestly, it would be sick if like that whole day is just like just like the video. And like we're, we're chilling there, having a good time, and then this chick from, pulls up, and she just starts, "What the fuck!" Like you know, starts freaking the fuck out at them. <laughs> That'd be I awesome. The, I watched the video again in preparation, and like it's safe during the day to hang out with them. At night, I feel they become different people. They become different people. Yes, uh, as as the liquor store guy said, they get they get too fucked up. They get too fucked. <laughs> they up. get too fucked up. I love them. Yeah, <laughs> I love these guys. <laughs> don't, don't, yeah, so we'll chill with them from two to six. Those sound like you know normal people type hours, and then after that, they can do whatever crazy debauchery they're gonna do, and you know what I mean. Uh, 
uh, <laughs> girls pulling up on them and threatening to shoot them and all that kind of stuff. That can happen later. Uh, you know, we'll chill mm-hmm. with them. We'll, we'll chill with them during during the we'll, normal times. We'll let the professionals handle that coverage. Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll yeah, leave yeah, that yeah. to Channel Five to yeah, cover. We'll, yeah, yeah, exactly. One hundred percent. I don't want to blow up <laughs> their spot. But yeah, uh, we are a music podcast after all, you know. And the Hoff Twins did just release a new single. Uh, it's pretty pretty good. Um, you know, hopefully it'll be as good as this new Trippy Red album, right, guys? Right? Transition. Yeah, I am so fucking hyped for this Trippy Red album, y'all. I can't wait. Really? So so Eve, as a Trippy Red stan. Yeah, that's right. I defend <laughs> my fucking Trippy Red stance from the beginning. Yeah, man, that's it. I remember, like, like I think it was, like, the first thing you commented on our page was, like, we gave, like, Pegasus, like, a D or something, and you were just like, this is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm, like, you know, in, in hindsight, it's, like, you know, it's not an amazing album or anything, um, <laughs> but I, you know, I'm a trippy stan, bro, like, not a stan, but, like, I'm a fan, because, um, you know, like, I just, I, I think back to that whole time in 2016, and that was one of my favorite times of music, bro. Like that Double uh, XL 2016, like freshman. Um, I know Trippy was 2017, but still, like same energy. He he really carries that forth, and that's why I'm super stoked because <clears throat> I saw. It, excuse me, I'll say that again. Um, but that's why I'm super stoked that I saw the day like he released the track list, and I saw that he had like X Juice, like you know Ski, like the whole fucking. Uh, SoundCloud Avengers, okay, you know. Yeah. <laughs> no, Drake. seriously. Yeah, he has Drake on there and Cardi and Uzi. Cardi, too. yeah, and Uzi. Come on, man. That's yeah, sick. I'm. I'm genuinely excited about this album. I don't know if he realized that he was making bad music. No offense to you, but I don't know if he no, realized he was making bad music. But it seems like, I don't know. It seems like he's coming back with a vengeance because Mr. Rage is just such an amazing banger. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. And I heard in the club and Holy Smokes. Friends. Holy Smokes is so good too. I Who's that with? I haven't heard that one yet. That's and with Uzi. Uzi. Uzi, okay. Yeah, that's just yeah. Tough. That was uh, the single he had out with it. Yeah, yeah, but I know I feel you with the whole like, you know. There's like definitely like a lull in his music. Like I'm not like again. I like all his music, but it doesn't mean I'm not objective. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I I definitely fucked with his earlier shit a lot heavier. Um, you know than like some of the stuff in the middle. Um, but you know it wasn't it wasn't too many albums for me. And, like, I think he's back now. So, hopefully, you know, fingers crossed, not going to get my expectations, like, too high. Because mm-hmm. it's music, after all, and, it, like, it can disappoint you. But, um, yeah, I'm stoked for this one. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I think what I think when that does come out, I think we should just give you, give you the reins, as you did on the J. Cole one. Because I think you did a really okay. good job with that one. So, I'd like to give you the reins and give, like, another perspective instead of me just going, like, you know what I mean? I'll take the reins, <laughs> brother. I'd appreciate that. I feel like you'd have a more nuanced take on it since you're, like, actually, like, uh, like his music a lot and stuff. Do you guys see the growth of, of between us guys? Like this is beautiful. We're all Oh, 100%. This is amazing. I oh, am, yeah, man. Yeah, dude, we're grown as a page, you know, physically, uh, spiritually, you know, spiritually. Not some other way. <laughs> <laughs> Something. Definitely not getting smarter. That's we're definitely not doing that. Not getting smarter. <laughs> Not getting smarter, definitely getting lazier and getting more likes, and and that's 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 been my goal since the beginning of the page. Yeah, just lazy content for yeah, highlights. I, I would like to be like the Drewski of indie music. Just do nothing and be in call, and be on a Call of Duty commercial. <laughs> dude, <laughs> seriously, like, yeah, honestly, like a dude who just hangs out with like Jack Harlow, like you know, like, and now he's starring in a Call of Duty commercials. He was at the Donda event like twice. Mm-hmm. Like, damn, bro. He was sitting in VIP. I'm like, how how'd you get there? I know. And all he had to do was make one little video where he's like, is Kanye looking at me? And that's 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 his work for the night. Amazing. And it was very funny. You know what I mean? Just imagine that, but but instead of being next to Jack Carlo, I'm next to Arca. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, or that Jack be... Antonoff. Yeah, Jack Antonoff. <laughs> <laughs> my Jack, Jack Antonoff. And... Hey, <laughs> Troy did it. Let's go. Yay, I did? Oh, my God. Look wow, at that. Wow, hold on. Go. Hold on. Let me clap. <laughs> uh, thank God we're recording that. Because I think it's going to be the, the, the last time I say his name right, like, <laughs> off the off the cuff like that. See, we're growing. We're growing. We're, we're, we're <laughs> I'm maturing, you know? 
I'm maturing. That's the third way, right there. Okay. But just going back to Trippy Red just for one second. I, kn- I know we we're talking about ourselves, but again, uh, going back to Trippy Red just for one second. You know, he had a lot of like posthumous features on there. Um, uh, X and Juice and true, d- true. Do you, do you anticipate? Do you anticipate those will come out uh, well? Eve, do you think? Yeah, that's a good point because like, um, I know we've talked like about posthumous features before. I feel differently about these guys because of, again, that connection that I talked about, like, between them and that whole generation. You know what I mean? Like, right. it's different than, like, with uh, the last Pop Smoke album where it was, like, you know, he, he specifically said, like, I don't work with a lot of people generally, um, mm-hmm. and I like my albums that way. And, you know, it's, like, with this, I guess in Trippy's case, like, you know that he he's making music that is really in the spirit of like what they're doing. Right. You know? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plus I feel like trippy, like actually had a relationship with like X and, and juice too. Like they've definitely like chilled with each other. Like, I feel like I've seen like pictures of them online oh, together, sure, like a rolling loud and all like whenever, whenever they were alive, they were always around each other for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, you know, like there's some good like chemistry off that way. Cause like, you know, there's no way in hell that Pop Smoke, like, fucked with Dua Lipa, Dua Lipa like that. You you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, what the fuck was that? Nah, I, I can see him him being handed, like, like um oh, like, you know, oh, you share a label with this person, that person, that person. He's like, okay. And one of them might have been Dua Lipa, and he's probably like, okay. Like, that's how I see it. I don't, I, or, like, I, or cool. like, oh, you're, you're booked on this festival, and Dua Lipa's booked after you. Okay. Like, you might, they might run into each other backstage. Other than that, I don't see them connecting in any way. Their genres just don't connect, like at all they just don't like new york drill and uh uk like uh throwback pop like it doesn't (laughs) there's no connection not at all i could see him and blood orange hooking up that would be an amazing song i could totally see that but do a leap and no like no yeah yeah you gotta be careful because um because apparently i mean i saw this on instagram where like uh, apparently like pot smoke's friend was saying that like they're running out of pop smoke content which I'm pretty hyped about, to be honest. If I'm, you know what I mean? Because yeah, I'm I think he would like, be hyped too. Yeah. I know that might be like an insensitive thing to say, but I think he would be. I think he would be uh, for that. Honestly, I don't think he wants his music uh, out there anymore. I just don't think he. I don't think that's what he would want. Seriously. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. Yeah, I mean, of course, like you know, like all due respect, like Pop Smoke. Like I'm not saying that in the way of like to be disrespectful towards him, mm-hmm. but just like, kind of just like how like his music has just been kind of used by the music companies to like. You know, to sell more music, not really to like honor his image or to honor him. Because I feel like when X was like, I remember when he like first died and he was starting featured on stuff. Like, I feel like his features were so profound or used so well that like they were able to like, you know, it made it sound like so seamless of like, this is what the song's about. You, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And like, um, yeah, I feel like the pop smoke doesn't really have the same vibe to it at all anymore. Like it was so bad that like um, was it Anderson Pack just got a new twit a uh, new tattoo of him saying like um, I forget the exact wording but it was basically saying that like if I die like all my unreleased music should stay unreleased like like keep it the way that yeah, I want yeah, it to be that. right yeah that was really important I think um, I, I think it, that's something that needed to be said or needed to be written or what you know whatever you, whatever a tattoo tattooed is. on his skin you yeah, know really, <laughs> it, it needed to be tattooed like it needed to be said um, because honestly like. No, I haven't heard any artist say that, and and it, it feels so good to finally hear someone say that out loud because we've been saying it for so long, and I've been saying it for so long. Like, a lot of artists don't really don't want that. Like, they don't want their their shit dug up and like their outtakes and all that stuff dug up, and and that represents them to the future generations. They'd rather just have if you pass away, like presumably you'd rather just have your four perfect albums or your four really great albums like represent you and your craft and everything. You know what I mean? You don't need. Uh, it to be like that but you know he did he did use smoky uh not smoky robbins that he did use um uh nate dog uh, uh nate dog a uh, feature from nate dog so i uh, it is a little bit murky or whatever but i don't know but i feel but i nate feel like that still- song i don't know just like i feel like for that song specifically i feel like that wasn't like that bad as like what was on pop smoke's album though you know what i mean yeah because like yeah. i mean sure. dude that song made uh melon cry true yeah, if it makes Anthony Fantano, cry, I'm gonna cut this part. If it makes Anthony Fantano cry, it's morally right. Um, hang on. Oh, wh- uh, what are we gonna do? I think. What yeah, can that- you do? What can you do? What can you do? But like, I don't know. I feel like on that song too. Like, um, like it was pretty much about like what Nate Dogg has always been kind of about. 
You know what I mean? So it wasn't really like a, such a stretch as like no, yeah, it, as like it, fit a, in. Other... it made sense. Like I feel like Nate Dogg would have would have liked that, but I guess like it's hard to say like would have and should have and who would have liked this. There's some celebrities that probably want all their shit used. Like just use it all. Like I have all this music. Who cares? I'm I'm past away. Just use it all. You know. But others have different stances, and that's you know you you, you should respect them. But I think a lot of people when they're so young, like even us, we don't have. I don't have like a power of attorney. I don't have like a living will. I don't have any of these things. Like if I pass away. Or, you know, do this with me, do that with me, you know, cremate me, this, that. You're not thinking about that kind of stuff, especially all these young artists like Pop or like X or whatever. They're not, that's not built in. They're just like, you know, I'm an artist. I'm going to live. And when I'm 40, I can deal with that. But it just didn't happen for them. And, you know, it's just sad. It definitely is sad. Like, you know, mm-hmm. but. Yeah. um. So what you're saying, though, if you pass away, I can sell the anti-archive and just rebrand it as new content. Troy, anti-Troy, pro-Troy. I don't know what you do. <laughs> Pro Troy, <laughs> that's gonna you, be the name of the account. Troy, Pro what Troy, think, uh, Troy, what's your stance on this new Arc album? And you're like, oh. uh, let me just check the archive, and I'll go be back to you. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. But yeah, I think that should pretty much round it out for this episode. Um, I was happy to do that interview with Earth Theater. I was really happy to be granted that interview. I'm, I'm, I'm I hope uh, what we've said in these past 38 minutes uh, doesn't, you know, make you re- redact your statements or whatever. But <laughs> I don't think we said anything that spicy uh, at all. But I like to end the episode by saying, um, I really want that Supreme Shrek t-shirt. And how, how, how are we going to get that? Dude, right? Like, you know what? Like, we should all just buy those shirts and that that could be the anti-uniform of just like the Supreme Shrek shirts because those are fucking amazing. Yes. Okay. But Supreme Shrek shirt or Sweetie Meal? Which one are you getting first? (sighs) Oh my God. That's a tough one. Uh, That's my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yo! I love the memes, dude. That's coming off of that Saweetie meal of just like it's like this dick ain't free. Yeah, the, oh, the McDonald's. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> I, I, McDonald's. I he was conflicted. <laughs> I I he he was con- Do you want the uh, welcome to McDonald's? You want the Earth Eater meal? <laughs> you want to fight? You want to fuck? You welcome to McDonald's. <laughs> you want the Earth Eater meal? Charcoal yeah. between oh. two buns. You gotta love late <laughs> stage capitalism, right? Yep, yep, Dude. for sure. Man, who knew that Travis Scott having a uh, a cheeseburger named after him would open up Pandora's box and just create Saweetie's box? <laughs> the Saweetie's <laughs> box. Oh. That's Jack Harlow now. Oh, <laughs> oh, wow! <laughs> do they do they link up? Yeah. Really? Barely, yeah. Oh my dear lord! Oh my! I, I saw a video yeah, of him Jack like hitting Harlow's on her. Winning. Jack Harlow is really winning, yo. Yo, Jack Harlow interview next. I'm putting it out there. All right. Yeah, Jack Harlow, if you're listening, which I know you are, hop on the show. Jack, <laughs> We'd love to I hear know you. you listen every week. I see the 15 people who listen a week. I know you're one of them. You I and Dursky come through, bro. It's gonna be popping, bro. Oh, gotta, yeah, yeah. Invite your boy Dursky, and we're gonna have like, a good Dursky. time. <laughs> Wait, yo. <laughs> Nah. <laughs> Anyways, goodbye, guys. Oh, yeah, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>